Oh, hi. Didn't see you there. I'm Hunter Smith. You may know me as a host of multiple podcasts, including Dial H for Hero Clicks, Diary of a Random White Guy, and The Quarry, or from judging several large Hero Clicks tournaments. I'm here today to tell you about an amazing offer. We have compiled on one CD all of your favorite songs that you love to sing while playing the game of Hero Clicks. I present to you Hero Clicks Hits, Volume 1. Where would we be without such classics as Corvus Effing Glaive? His name is Corvus. Corvus fucking Glaive. I know I never play Living Mummy without humming along with this classic. Lord, I was born a shambling man. Trying to make a living and doing the best I can. Some may prefer sidestep, but I hope you understand. I was born a shambling man. Hi, I'm Austin Smith, a.k.a. The Bad Samaritan. You may remember me from such scumbaggery as cheating every month during Best Build Contests or patronizing Drew's pathetic attempts during Bad Samaritan. I can't help myself when playing Shaggy Man. I just have to jam out to... Shocker! They call me Mr. Boombastic, say me fantastic, touch me on my back, she says I'm Mr. Romantic. Smooth. I don't know about you, but when I play Batman Inc. member, I can't help but sing this theme song. El Gaucho, he's a bad man of Mexico, fighting crime in a sombrero. What's his real name? Shit, I don't know. Probably something like Julio. El Gaucho. Drew Alderson, third take, what do you know? You might know me from such sexual greatness as doing your mom, doing your sister. Doing Austin's mom while doing your sister and a black African lady at the same time. I also won the King Dingaling contest in '97. It was a rough year. There were a lot. There's a lot of competition. Mandigo was coming out that year. I just want you to know that I I did a great job. When I play my man, Black Lantern John Stewart, who is also hung like Mandingo, I always blast out. X gonna give it to you. F waiting for you to get it on your own. What? X gonna deliver it to you. Knock, knock. Open up the door. It's real. With the non-stop pop stainless steel. When I play oh, that I'll regenerating, phasing son of a bitch. Chaos War Vision, I can't help but hum along to. Domo origato, Mr. Roboto. Domo, 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 domo. Austin's a homo. For only three easy payments of twenty nine ninety five, you can own Hero Clicks Hits Volume 1. Order in the next 20 minutes and also receive Drew Alderson's newest sex tape, Captain McStabbin and the Tiggo Biddy Twins, Volume 14. A $30 value included for free. Additional shipping and handling applies. Visa and MasterCard. Handle these parts, baby. Oh, goodness. I do want to point out, if anyone was offended, some of those parts strayed a little bit from my original script for that infomercial, particularly Mr. Drew Alderson's parts. (laughs) Drew is bound by no script. Uh, by the way, we know El Gaucho isn't the Batman of Mexico before we get a ton of emails. Be like, you know, technically, it's just a joke, guys. Uh, we have a metric shit ton of news today. I guess we should introduce the podcast as well. This is Dial H for Hero Clicks, in case you've been thoroughly confused for the last three and a half minutes at what the hell you were listening to. This is a podcast about the great game of Hero Clicks and random things that go through our minds so throughout. Average penis measurement. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Various other topics that are totally unrelated to Hero Clicks, but you know what? We just go with the flow here. My name's Hunter Smith. I'm your host. With me is Austin Smith and Mr. Drew Alderson. Hey. And we usually have a big topic on the alternate weeks, but we have so much news today, I figured we would just cover all the news instead of doing a big topic. We have quite a bit, and uh, we'll do that. We'll do a little Hunter's Hidden Gems, and we'll definitely play some Bad Samaritan. Hey, Drew. You said you've been kind of out of the loop for the last week, so you haven't seen the big announcement of the next set, have you? Well, first off, Mr. Drew Larson, let's kick off the news. Fucking yeah. Okay, I saw this. With our you and I's most anticipated con exclusive. Rock hard for this. And is he not sick as fuck? He's yeah. fucking awesome. Certified sick as fuck. We're of course he's talking... Got a, he's got a PhD in being fucking talking real, about the weird. Talking about no, <laughs> talking about Animal Man. Animal I'm Man. I'm gonna let Mr. Drew Alderson spoil this style. If you want to see this, you can go to figures.com or you can go to hcrealms.com. And we have oh, he's, Animal Man. He's sexy. He's fucking. So he's got a trait. 
He well, let's talk about him first. He's he's seventy five points. He has a I think that zero range. Um, he's got a special trait: one with the animal kingdom at the beginning of y- your turn. Give animal a man a free action and choose a standard power from the character card of a character on your sideline with the animal keyword and two hundred points or less. One of the most amazing traits I've ever heard yeah, of. Yeah, fucking ridiculous. Animal Man can use that power until you choose again. Hey, beast boys that are all on your sideline. Hey, basically any power in the entire game. Yeah. Pretty much, if right. I bring enough clicks along. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's ridiculous. Uh, he starts off with Charge, uh, Invul, and um, Close Combat Expert. 10-3, 17 defense, 10 movement. Not bad for 75 points. He rolls on to, like, Blade's Claws and an 18 uh, defend, which is pretty damn good. Like, So if you hit him for three, he rolls on to a defend and becomes just a giant fucking nuisance. Uh, then he rolls on to Blade's Hypersonic Super Senses with three damage, which I would prefer if he were two damage there. Just... Super Strength. Oh, is that Super Strength? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, uh, that's kind of, yeah. I know the red-green colorblind thing doesn't always go well together. Yeah. It's not your fault. Yeah, sorry about that. It's not your fault, Drew. Yeah. Don't you talk about it. It's not your fault. <laughs> Don't you fault. talk about it. It's not, not your, your fault, fault, man. <laughs> Later, he rolls on to exploit weakness, but only to target characters not on their first click. So that's like, kind of cute. That's cute. It's... So, like, the basic dial isn't really worth 75 points, but when you combo that with the trait and the ability yeah. to literally get any power yeah, you she, want... He's fucking Gee, awesome. I need willpower. Gee, I need... You'll basically always have access to move and attack, willpower, you know, whatever you need. Exploit. Sec- yeah. I mean, Psycho Blast isn't going to do any good because he has zero range, but... Is there a limit on how many... No. Like, it's no like, every, just... t- every time you use it and you take a power, um, it, he can use it till he can ch- till he chooses again. So mm-hmm. he gets one power at a time. Right. Well, that makes sense. I'm but just... there's no limit on how many you can bring yeah. with you. Yeah. Just all. fucking every beast with the animal keyword. Just bring a freaking uh, box of Heroclix. <laughs> well, your, si- your sideline's still restricted by what you can put on your force. So, I mean, of course you can't bring Silver Age stuff, but you in a modern yeah. age tournament, for instance. But, yeah. You, the choices are everywhere. I can't wait. His sculpt is sick. He's the just, keywords are great too. Do you see his keywords? Oh, he's got he's got like he's got animal. He's got celebrity. He's got forgotten heroes. Is forgotten heroes a new hero click uh, keyword? Let's I look think it, up it might. I haven't, I haven't seen it on anything. No resurrection. Resurrection man. Yeah. And then a couple of old clicks: Cave Carson, Ray, and Animal Man. Drew's new meta team right there. Yeah, animal Man, Resurrection Man, go. Very sick. Very, very He's sick. awesome. I love him. And, and like on his, uh, oh yeah, Justice League and Mystical Keywords also. But on his sculpt, there's like a clear plastic in the background behind him of like a animal spirit like Wait, ri- rising Are you out surprised of the, Animal um, Man has Mystical? No, I'm just saying that it's awesome that he has Mystical and Animal. There's I'm going to be playing things. this dude all the oh, freaking time. Oh, fucking amazing. Um, then we have some pictures and news from Gamma 2015. Some picks straight out of Gamma 2015. I'll put these on the podcast description. We have visual confirmation on the Quinjet. We nice. don't know exactly how the dial works yet, but we know that it's a big base. It's, a, I would assume, a 5 by 3 I think, is what the... It looks like a typical vehicle yeah. The other vehicles were, yeah, like the, the size of the, the bug and the Batmobile. And so, or bigger than the Batmobile, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the size of the bug, it looks like to me, but oh, yeah. Yeah. we won't know for sure. Um... We know what we have some sculpts here of the giant man and all his different iterations, and then if you want to see everything, you can go to the Gamma Twenty Fifteen. I'll, again, I'll link this in the podcast description, and you can see all these pictures of a, a lot of the a lot of the, all the other stuff we've already seen. Um, some of the figures from Age of Ultron that we already knew were co- confirmed. There's also a new compile, uh, new compilation of the modern age erratas and clarifications. They just redid it just this past, uh, well, a little over a week ago. You can find that on HeroClicks.com under the title Errata and Clarifications, and then it'll give you a PDF you can download, and it has everything in it. I looked through it. I didn't see too much new stuff, Yeah. but it's nice to have a new compilation you can print out at work or wherever <clears throat> wherever you can uh, exploit getting paper and things printed for free. Well, this has me excited. 
Next up, Austin can spoil these OP kits. We have three new OP kits that we did not know anything about, and each mm. OP kit has three special figures. Austin, this, this one's very close to Austin's heart because I love Dick. That's right. Like, that's a great joke, Drew. I mean, like that's original. We've never made that on this. We podcast all saw it coming. Um, so the just three... like Austin sees him coming every day. I was trying to set it up, and he knocked it down. <laughs> Go Team Venture. <laughs> These are the three monthly OP kits that we have that are coming up soon. With uh, First one is a Dick Grayson-based one with Robin, Nightwing, and Agent 37, which Agent 37 is the new sculpt. Um, pretty freaking cool. Um, the second one we have is... Um, it's the Marvel Mystical one. Which is we basically have, ASM. Yeah. Plus our mama. <laughs> We've got a Blade, a Doctor Strange using their ASM sculpts. And the new sculpt we're getting, of course, as Hunter already said, is Dormammu. Dormammu. pretty fucking Which sick. I'm so amped for. That's I'm awesome. so happy to I'm actually Dormammu. really excited about a new blade, too, actually. Yeah, actually, I'm wondering what they could do that'd be different than the other two blades we have. Yeah. And the other two we have are awesome. Yeah. I wonder if that might be what... Well, never mind. I was going to say Mighty Avengers keyword. No, here's the... Yeah, this hopefully. Is, this is the weirdest one. Um, <laughs> then we're getting an Arrowette one with... God, I always get them mixed up. It's... Two different versions of Arrowette, basically. Yeah. The We're third one. New, new Miss, Miss Arrowette, Arrowette, and Batman. <laughs> basically, New 52, and then Old School, and then, oh, shit, we only have two figures. Let's throw in a Batman. Fuck it. I don't understand. Because... I love that. It's it, it's like WizKids goes, we're making a DC set, and we got a spot in here. What the fuck are we going to put in there? Batman. What kind of question is that, Steve? God damn. Couldn't they what put mean? Artemis or something in there? Don't even... That would make too much sense, Austin. Come the fuck on. This is why I'm we, sorry! This is why we don't invite you to the bocce ball tournament, Steve. You're just a piece of shit. <laughs> Get it together, Steve. Uh, Get your shit together, Steve. Fuck you. And then we found out that Wonder Woman and Superman will be the next main set. That's pretty much all we know. Excuse me. Like, it's gonna be... like. It looks... Um, it's basically a new 52 set. Yeah. Which will be awesome. Uh, there's a new Lex on there in this battle suit. Hunter, I just want to point out the fact that we're getting Atlanteans and Amazons back-to-back. Something that we've been asking for for a bit now. Yeah, hopefully we'll get some of the villains of Wonder Woman. That'll be really yeah. very nice. Damn it, what's Wonder Woman's mom's name? I can never remember. Hippolyta? Yeah. yeah. I'd like a figure for her. We haven't got one of those. Uh, not in a very long time. Should, I think there is one. There's two old, very old uh, variations of her. Um, and then the other thing I wanted to cover in the news section is because there's Really, no other there, place other. to cover. What? Um, if you go to the unit section, they uh, spoiled some of the upcoming uh, dials for, like, there's a President Lex Luthor and stuff. Oh, I forgot about President Lex. Yeah, you're right. Well, hold on. Let me finish. Um, That's Because I already have it pulled up. So, people sent me this in the email. And I think I already... I also saw it on the uh, R Hero Click subreddit. About a question about the Millennium Stone and bringing in spirits. So, we talked about this... A couple weeks back, when we first spoiled the the resource, and we were talking about the trait, and when we were going over it, we just assumed it would work how it's supposed to work. But there's a lot of loose wording in the trait that can be taken advantage of, and so I want to reread it, and we'll all kind of talk about this. The trait called Awaken the Spirits reads, At the end of your turn, you may place a bystander token from the Summoned Souls table into your starting area, but only if the total point value of these friendly bystander tokens on the map is equal or less than the point value listed in the damage slot on this dial. So if you look at clicks number one and two when you first start out, the damage slot shows the number five, okay? Common sense would say, and we assumed, that you would only be able to put out the five points Restless Soul. However, it's not worded correctly. If you look at the wording, it says you can put out a bystander token if there's less than five points of bystander tokens on the field. It doesn't specify which one you have to put. What? So you can technically put a 50-point bystander token on turn one. Uh, sorry, at the end of turn one, basically. Wow. Because it, it all goes by if it's less than that, not up to that many points. So they really should have put in a wording that says up to that many points, you know, up to the it'll number get, of points. It'll get eroded. It will for, for sure get eroded. Then again, maybe it won't because they don't give a good god dang about, about Silver Age anything. 
Yeah. Uh, especially Yu-Gi-Oh! anything. I can tell you for... It's definitely going to get house-ruled for us as the way it's supposed to be. We're not going to let people put 50-point Vengeful Soul tokens oh, on Oh, darn. I know Austin was already planning out some kind of scumbaggery uh, as yeah, it is. Seriously. But yeah, Austin's right. I accidentally skipped uh, a bunch of OP kit figures. Which these are real. I really like a bunch of these. <clears throat> I will link these on the podcast description as well. Shout out to Blue Rat who uh, spoiled these for us. We'll start off with Mastermind. He has no colored powers on his dial, which is only four clicks long. The man doesn't see color. He's 75 points. And he has two traits. One of them basically lets him be on the Brotherhood's team base instead of Toad. And when Toad's asset ability would be there, they can instead use Mastermind's asset ability, which is, by the way, Mastermind and Mind Control. His other trait is kind of what his dial revolves around. It's called Master Illusionist. He can use Mind Control with a range of 9. Very good. When he does and hits, if the opponent's force has two or more characters on the map, after actions resolve, you may remove any of his thrall tokens on that force and give the hit character a thrall token. So basically that wording sets it up where you can only have one thrall token on an opponent's figure at any time. Now how do you get thrall tokens on your opponents? Well you do that through his uh is it his damage power? No. No. You may remove... Okay, through his trait, and then... Uh, sorry, yeah. You get it through his trait, and then his other powers build off of the Thrall Tokens. So he starts off with his defense and damage. His defense is Mastermind. When he does, characters with his Thrall Token... So if you have already mind-controlled an opponent, you can Mastermind onto the opponent. His characters with When he does, characters with his Thrall Token are considered to be friendly, and either... So you have to choose one of these two. Either adjacent to him... Or a lower point value. So he's 75. So let's say that I mind control my opponent's 50 point figure who's across the board. I can mastermind to them without being adjacent to him. So I can use I can use the either to choose that they're adjacent to me and then I can mastermind onto them. Or if you or, mind control like a juggernaut. Or as something. long as that juggernaut's next to me, I can use the either and choose lower point value and therefore mastermind onto him that as well. That is really freaking cool. Yeah. What would be best really is to mind control one of their big beefy guys that has no range and that way they have to cut they're gonna have to come up to you and melee you anyway and when they do oh i'm just gonna mastermind it on you basically you're hitting yourself i like the idea of making them kill their own freaking uh support pieces though yeah his damage power is called manipulator he can use shape change once per turn he can use either outwit perp or prop control oh gee as if a mastermind across <coughs> the map wasn't cool enough let's give him shape change too on clicks two and three he has a those two powers plus a movement power where he can count range and draw lines of fire from any opposing character with a thrall token. Oh, gee, that's kind of cute. What's his mind control range again, Hunter? Nine squares, and on his first three clicks, he has a nine attack. So he's a little expensive at 75 points, but he's really cool. I definitely want to try him at least once. Um, especially with things that increase his attack value, like hammers. Mm -hmm. Hammers make this guy a monster. Brotherhoods of Mutants <clears throat> and uh, Hellfire Club keywords. Next up, we have a Scarlet Witch. And people are complaining, oh, we don't need to know Scarlet Witch. But if you think about it... I like this power, though. It's been pretty hard to get our Scarlet Witches. We had yeah. the Chaos War Fast Forces. We had the Avengers Starter Kit, which cost how much when it came out? Like 30 bucks. Mm -hmm. And the team, the other one came with the team base. So it's been pretty hard to get the Scarlet Witches. And the one that comes with the team base is pretty shitty. It is, it's not that great. I, I've played it once before, and I really did not like it. This one's pretty cool. You want yeah. to talk about it? Okay, so the new Scarlet Witch only has one keyword, Brotherhood of Mutants, unlike Sabretooth, who will never have that keyword again. Come on, man, you gotta kick the man while he's down. Of course. Give him a break. 75 points, Brotherhood of Mutants, team ability, one of the most useful team abilities in the game. Trait, <laughs> Hex Magic. Once per turn after an attack roll has been determined, Scarlet Witch may give the attacker up to three Hex Magic tokens if the attacker's within range. For each token she gives the attacker, reduce the attack total by one. Opposing characters may be given a free action to remove a hex magic token and modify any friendly character's attack value by plus one this turn. I like it. Yeah. So, but the thing I like is she doesn't have to be the target. She doesn't have to be targeting someone. It's just whatever. Um, they just have to be in range. No, it she doesn't need line of fire either. Yeah, it can be friendly, it can be opposing. Oh, but only opposing can remove them. Right. Okay. There's different ways she can use it. So basically it's give and take. You know what you could do with this? You could run her with a bizarro and use it since it's reduced the attack total, you could force a crit miss at one. Yeah, if they roll low enough, yeah. Yeah. Um 
I mean, that's obscure, but I thought it was funny. But you combo that with her... Um, oh, never mind. She doesn't get it at the same time. Yep. Her, uh, her top click, she's looking at a 7 movement, uh, no movement power, 10 Pinsai attack, 16 special defense power, and uh, 3 damage outwit. Her defense power is uh, trained in the dark arts. She can use super senses when she takes damage from an attack... Roll a d6. On a result of 4 to 6, deal the attacker 1 unavoidable. Oh, that's not good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like mini mystics. Mini mystics? Yep. That's true. She uh, has... Oh, she doesn't have the mystical keyword. No, she doesn't. And she doesn't have the mystics team ability, but like you said, she has the ever-useful Brotherhood of Mutants. Um, but is that a different team ability for the base? Whenever it's given a move action as a non-free action, an action's resolve, roll a d6. Yes. 4 to 6. So that's what I was going to say. Her... Asset ability is dope compared to yeah. the old ones. Yeah. When this team character is given a move action as a non-free action, and action to resolve, roll a d6. On a 4 to 6, remove an action token from this character. So, you know, I think her old one was prob. Let's look it up, but I'm pretty sure it was prob. If you run, as most people know, if you run a team base by itself without other non... So in this case, non-Brotherhood of Mutants, as long as you either ran it with by itself or with other brother, Brotherhood of Mutants, it would already have prob to begin with. You don't have it listed. It doesn't list it. I'm pretty sure it's prob, but it would already have prob to begin with, so you would definitely... I would definitely personally prefer this Scarlet Witch. Not to mention anything that removes tokens off a team base's nuts. And like you said, the other one's really not that good. You can pop this chick off at a 10 Psychic Blast and Outwit. Yeah. Popping with off three damage. Popping off an Outwit at any time is really, Dude, really good. Dude, she's nuts, actually. She's, like, really good. She and, also 75 And here's points. the thing about her trait. If someone's going to hit you with a really big attack, and that minus three, since it's done after the roll's made to reduce the total, would guarantee your opponent would miss, you're kind of willing to give them the plus three attack on tokens, because if it goes to your turn and you obliterate that piece, they can't free action to pull off of them anymore. Right. It's too late. Drew has not yet seen Lobo. I want him to talk about this dial at oh, yeah. live. Live on the air. Drew Alderson, how we doing? Live action. Alright, Lobo. It's kind of hard to read on here. Yeah, okay, so Lobo has a regeneration trait. No shit. When Lobo takes damage from an attack, place a drop of blood token on his card. Give Lobo a free action and remove a drop of blood token on his card. From his card. When you place... When you do place a Lobo clone... Bystander token in an adjacent square, or uh, what was that? as described, as on described the on the back of the card. Uh, Lobo clones uh, replace the close combat value. Their uh, combat value. It's hard to read. Um, Lobo, Lobo clones replace their, their combat, combat values with Lobo's printed combat values, what? and they can use any powers he can use. So it's like what? the triplicate girls. Yeah, and the the Lobo clones. Uh, have Indom as well. And this figure itself has Indom. He's 194 points, as Lobo should be a high point piece, I think. Yeah. Uh, he starts off with charge. He gets a special uh, attack ability. He uh, First into the fray, if Lobo is given the first non-free action of the turn, modify speed and attack values by plus one until your next turn. Oh, which that's is, not good. That's the kind of ability your opponents are going to see coming. They're going to be like, I'm outside of charge range. Oh, guess what? No Lobo. And he already has 11-4, so you're talking yeah. about a 12-4. And a 5, so it'd be a 6-square charge. 7-range charge, because the modifier comes after you half it. Yeah, but no, it's already a, it's a 10. Oh. So sorry. half 5, so it'd be a 6-square charge yeah. and a 12-4. Uh, yeah. What's really sick is this guy just, like, rolls on to, like... Like, later down his dial, like, five clicks in, he rolls on to a 12 attack, five damage, just out of nowhere, with charge still. It's mm-hmm. like and, and a 19 defense invincible. Like, that, what's going to be sick is, by that point, he's getting some of his, he clones, his out. clones, and his clones are all 12, 19, 5, with charge <laughs> and invincible and shit. Yeah, no, that's not good. <laughs> he's pretty sweet. Uh, let's see, he also rolls on to a damage ability, you can give Lobo a non-free action, you may choose uh, to modify his attack and damage values by plus two until your next turn. If you do, after action yourself, you can't give friendly characters an action until your next turn. Oh, shucks. I'll just do it at the end of my damn turn. Fuck. Uh, he also, on his last two clicks, which are number, let's see, he has four, five, six, seven. Clicks number eight and nine, he gets a special movement power. He can use regen, can activate it as a free action. 
and if he does, he subtracts three from yeah, the yeah, six yeah. instead of two. You can do it twice. By the way, if, had, reaction, if he had a six, you get back up to that 12-5 click again. That's not good. Yeah, not at all. This guy's awesome. I want one desperately. Keywords, it's hard to see, but I think Assassin, Brute, Cosmic, and Legion. That's pretty sweet. That's kind of like, we needed a good Lobo. Like, Slowbo just doesn't cut it. I do like Slowbo, though. There was a Batman Lobo. Batman Lobo was fine. All right. The Superman Lobo. Yeah, he was awesome. That, that's the chain one. Yeah, right? chain yeah. And he, he heals for free every Yeah, time. it was fucking... He never yeah. dies. I played him in Battle Royale. We didn't have him in Modern, though, because Superman's out. Yeah, that's true. We don't have a Modern Lobo, but we will now. We need one on a bike. Day. So Composite Superman, as uh, Animal Man does, has this awesome trait. Uh, I want to read it. It's pretty dang long. It's basically a, a half of a card worth of a trait. It's All the powers of the Legion. Uh, by the way, he has a 300, 200, and 100 point options. And he has absolutely no powers on his dial. He just has values, which are pretty decent values, uh, by the way. If you play him at 300, he will have a grand total of 11 clicks of life. But here's how he gets powers. Once per game, choose up to four characters with the Legion of Superheroes keyword. Oh, we just got a shit ton of those in a set here recently. Gee, I don't think we did. Huh? And different names from your sideline. And roll a D6 that cannot be re-rolled. Turn their dials to the click number matching the result. At the beginning of your turn, choose one character on your sideline that wasn't chosen last turn. Composite Superman can use the powers and combat abilities of the chosen character until the beginning of your next turn. Give him a power action, and you may roll a d6 and turn the four characters' dials to the click number matching results. So if you don't like what you get at the beginning of the game, you can do a power action and try to switch it up and see what else you get. But we just got so many options with uh, Superman Legion Superhero sets. Great options. Uh, And it doesn't... Does it say standard? It's not standard Yeah, it doesn't say standard, so... There's the There's gonna endless, be a combo there. endless possibilities. Turn composite Superman into Telus. His uh, power or the keyword is monster, and that is it. So there is something uh, with different names. Okay, good. I was gonna say, I was, if they allowed you to just pick four of the same character, it'd be kind of ridiculous. The next one is actually my favorite one. Yeah, I really like this. Figure. President Lex is pretty sweet. He's ninety-eight points. In just, he's kind of complicated, also. Uh, keywords in Justice League, Metropolis, Politician, Ruler, Scientist, Society, Superman, Revenge Squad. Jesus. Two traits. <clears throat> and again, these are kind of how his dial works, because his dial, other than that, is pretty lackluster. The first one's called You're My Best Hope. During your first turn, choose a friendly character. During the beginning of your turn, give that character a free action and choose a number of distinct combat values equal to Lex's current click number. So at the beginning of the game, you only get to choose one of their combat values. But you can choose movement, attack, defense, or damage. Any of them you want. Or range. Each yeah, Or range. Each chosen combat value is modified by plus one. So the later in the game it is, like if Lex is on clicks five, you're getting all four of your main ones and your range. All plus one um, for that character. So you play him with a big, like a Bizarro or something like that, you know, and he's going to really pay off. His other trait, $1 billion reward. Give Lex a free action. Free action. Place a bounty token on an opposing character's card of 50 points or more, removing any other bounties on their force. So he can do this every turn. He can change it, but he can only have one at a time out on somebody's card. A character with a bounty token modifies its defense minus one. During attacks, Lex is considered adjacent to any friendly character attacking or adjacent to an opposing character with a bounty token on his card. Now, why Whoa. is that important, Austin? Because this bastard gets enhancement and empower and all kinds of fun crap. He also, defensively, he always on his dial has Mastermind, and when he does, he's considered to be 200 points. So he's he's kind of a supporty piece. He's a little expensive of a supporty piece at 98, but I really think he's worth it. He's not. He's awesome. He's going to be a very fun piece to play. Like I could give a damn less if he's like not amazing or anything. But the fact that he's got a really cool sculpt, um, it's very, very flavorful for what President Lex would do and how he would act and all the stuff like that. What makes him awesome, I, what makes him good, I think, otherwise he wouldn't be good, is the ability to do that bounty with regarding, irregardless of where he's at. He doesn't have to be yeah. at the range, yeah. he doesn't have to be able to see him, he can change it every turn, 
he can just constantly be able to put one of your guys' defense down one and buff the attacks of your or the damage of your guys whenever he does it. If you could also somehow give him like police team ability or something like that, or that you know absolutely something amazing. that also shield or something for range, like if something like that would be amazing. I really want to play a politician team. If now, they would have given him calculator, he would have been fucking broken. And we forgot one thing on the Superman and Wonder Woman. We have sculpts of a Captain Atom and a Crypto, neither nice. of which we have in modern age. So I'm, I'm excited to see what comes out of that. <laughs> it should Bless be you. good. Thank you. I'm really hoping we get some Wonder Woman villains. That's what I want the most. Ares, fucking, I want a good DC Ares already. Well, I would assume it's a safe bet. Yeah, it's a we, Wonder Woman set. We're it's supposed a safe to be bet getting get a one. Marvel Ares and Age of Ultron too. So. I don't. I don't care much for Marvel. I don't Ares. really either, but I don't know. I kind of liked him in uh, what was that event where he took over Latveria? Mm, I it was during remember. Age of Ultron. Yeah, I don't remember. He takes over Latveria or whatever and tricks uh, Hippolyta or whatever her name is. Yeah, into fighting or or something like that. I like that. Let's get into some hunters hidden gems real quick. Today we're going to cover Teen Titans. If you have never. Uh, done it's hidden gems with this. It's definitely not Gordanian. He's just trying to lie. I pick a set from uh, In Modern Age and we tell you a couple figures that may have slipped past your attention that are that are worth running. Maybe not always in a super competitive event, but are definitely some good figures that went overlooked. Some good figures. Now, Austin, when I say Teen Titans... What are the what are the what are the big heavy heavily played figures that you that you see out of Teen Titans? Well, the big meta for the year for Teen Titans was Gordanian. Yeah, I remember that vividly. <laughs> With a little bit of Beast Boy Gordanian, just for just to mix things up. No, I mean Teen Titans was an amazing set. Uh, was it? But yeah, it's pretty. Good. It was solid. There was some good stuff in it. I mean, there was a little Let's thing see. called the Justice League team base. Yeah, <laughs> Justice League team base. That's or any team base when they first came out. Yeah. Fuck like the, um, new Teen Titans was really damn good. Sorry, I, I blocked that out of my mind. <laughs> we had a little chick named Jinx, who I don't know if you guys yep. know is pretty damn good. We had that Robin that had Free Smoke Cloud that's very useful. I don't know, bro. Superboy Prime. Superboy Prime. We had this little lasso Wonder Girl that saw a lot of play. That asshole Kid Flash rare that I hate almost more than any other figure. Yeah. Oh you know. my god, that guy's a dick. Uh, and a little scumbag called Omen that Austin likes to play all the time. I love Omen. The Deathstroke from Teen Titans also saw a lot of play and is really good. I want to talk about two figures. Two figures. One of which I'm sure you guys will guess. I'm going to start with the non-obvious one for Trigon. me personally. It's definitely not <laughs> Trigon. This Ro- one's kind of obvious. 208 Gravity Feed Rose Wilson. A lot of people, for one, don't pay attention to gravity feeds yeah. in the first place. This figure is nuts. And she did see some, uh, I think she was in a rock or two on martial artist teams. So people started realizing how good she was. But she ne- she didn't stick around for very long. She has martial, she's only 55 points. Martial artist, nowhere, and ravagers keywords. And the way her dial works is, well, this cat is going crazy. Really wants food. Yeah, well, he can get the fuck over it. The way this dial works is it has two different point options, and you may think, oh, I'll just start it at either one. No, that's no. not how it works. Yeah. You always start on the left side of the dial with charge, reflexes, and shape change. If you look at the, the five clicks on the left, it's pretty solid for 55 points, about what you would expect. But at any time, an adjacent character, any adjacent character, maybe this is friendly or opposing, by the way, any adjacent character may be given a power action to click her six clicks to the right. If she's on top dial and you do that, what's she go on to there, Drew Alderson? Uh, she got some charge flurry, 11 attack, 3 damage. Charge flurry with 11, 3 for 55 points. That's not good. Nah. That's, That's not good at all. She also gets a defense power of uh, reflexes, and if it's a close combat attack, also super senses. Uh, not that's very not good. good. No, you gotta hit an 18, and you gotta get super... Nah. She, she may also have a, a middle click there with flurry blades. Nah, that's not, not a good combination. You can't you can't wreck teams with that. Nah, nah. nah. So, I mean, on her first click, if if you really wanted to, if you don't need a close combat for some reason on your team at the time, you can keep her on the left side where she can get outwit and perplex alternating if you'd rather have that. But most of the time, you're going to move her close to the opponent, power action, flip her to charge flurry. With any, it, it, you can use that with your medic for, you know, it doesn't matter who it is on your team that does it. It doesn't have to be a big points piece. It can be, a, you can have a cheap little taxi, carry her up, 
And the next turn, power action, flip her into fucking beast mode and just let her go in mm. and flurry with 11-3. In non-tactics games, I think she's nuts. I mean, a 55 points piece with 11-3 charge flurry yeah, is she's... disgusting. Especially flurry blades later on. She's blades exploits. And again, martial artist cure. My other one is the Mexican mudslide. Oh, I thought you were going to say static shock. <laughs> it's, no. That's too obvious. This is probably my my favorite piece from For starters... Mexican mudslide is the worst. <laughs> That's what we call them in Battle Royals. You guys remember? Old Bunker. Old Bunker. Bunker's a super rare. He's 89 points, and he's freaking awesome. I love playing this guy. Yeah. His dial, you may notice, on every click, whether it's on his defense power or his attack power, he has barrier. That is important, and he has smoke cloud on the first three. Those powers are important because of his trait, which is one of the, one of the if not the only, trait that can do this. Terrain markers placed by Bunker are not removed until they are destroyed or until Bunker uses a power that places that type of terrain marker on the map again. Mm. Now, what's important about that second clause that places that type is that he can have permanent smoke cloud and barrier out at the same time. And since he came out, smoke cloud got a little buffy poo up to six squares. And it now negate or uh, makes you a negative one attack if I you're attacking. I think what you're missing out on here, Hunter, is the ability during battle royales to bury yourself into the corner and let everyone else kill each other first. No, Austin brings up a good point. I because mean, Austin did this. <laughs> I, I want to give this guy a sniper rifle now that I think about it. Give him 10 oh, range God, barrier. They can't be destroyed. An enemy. <laughs> you got, the opponent's got a little Scarlet Witch back in the back supporting everybody, and you just put permanent barrier around this, her that uh, she can't get out of. This motherfucker won me uh, No Man's Land month six along with uh, the beautiful Skitter. Oh, I love Skitter. Yeah. So her first, uh, his first three clicks, he has Perplex as well with Force yeah, Blast. And then uh, the yeah, last three clicks, he has Quake, Incap, and CCE, and he picks up Willpower. Nowhere lost me month six. And the only keywords and team abilities he has is Team Tights. But I really like him. He's a blast to play. And again, one of the only ways in the entire game to get permanent barrier and permanent smoke cloud. Mm. As far as I can think, he's the only permanent smoke cloud. The only permanent barrier, I think there's another character in Teen Titans. Was it uh, Terra? I think Maybe. she got to do one at a time. I thought it was just a free action. Beginning I, th- I think she only gets one. Let's read her. Uh, give Terra free action, place up to two blocking terrain markers within range. These are remo- remain on the map until destroyed or until she uses yeah. it again. Yeah. So she only gets two. Bunker gets all four, and he gets Smoke Cloud out at the same time if he really wants to, which is nutso. Um. I didn't, I didn't have too many other honorable mentions. I do like the Skitter, as Drew pointed out. She's pretty sweet Skitter's on pretty uh, sweet. on Team Titans teams. Uh, Thunder, or not Thunder, uh, what's his name? With the you red uh, red star is pretty good. It would be a fun event that would be like just breakable beyond all belief. Give one character's trait to another character. Because then you could be like freaking uh, yeah, Larflees with permanent... But barriers. Hunter, that's I was always so excited to get grunge in my Teen Titans boosters. <laughs> Weren't we it. all, Drew Arson? Weren't <laughs> we all? What a fucking set. <laughs> Let's move into the game that's quickly sweeping the nation. Well, I'm holding a cat, so it's kind of hard for me to get to my phone right now. Put the pussy down. You don't know what to do with it anyways. I know. We're going to play some Bad Samaritan. Nope, nope. I can do it one-handed. Hey-o! Hey-o! <laughs> You're following along at home. The way we play Bad Samaritan is, Austin has three figures in the game of Heroclix. They are all modern age. We do not know what they are. Austin does. Our goal is to beat this scumbag piece of shit. He's a scumbag piece of shit. We don't like him. We gotta guess more. <coughs> we gotta guess him before time runs out. He's already choking, and he doesn't have a penis anywhere in the vicinity that is worth sucking. So we get three rounds of clues, and we get two clues at each round. Let's... Kick it off with figure number one, round number one. Our two clues are. And one other note, if it comes up on a free play, then Drew and I get to pick whatever we would like. Oh, yeah, we do. Our first two clicks are a free play and starting attack power. Special attack power. Special attack power. What do we want for our free play, Drew Arson? Do we want set to narrow it down pretty quickly? Yeah, why not? Well, we'll go set. Flash. Flash, starting attack power. Um, Black Lantern Zoom. Nope. Um, I don't know. Weather wizard? Nope. All right. Good guess, though. Wave number two. We have number three and number three and number three and number twenty. Another free. Play. Oh well. Hell yeah, Drew Austin. Number three, Austin is named keyword. We would like that first. Rogues. 
Oh, buddy. We want... Do we want to know the name of the special power? Um, that might help. Yeah. We'll take name of special power. Small time thug. Small time thug. That only describes every room. Yeah. Trickster? It's not Trickster. Pied Piper. Not Pied Piper. Alright, we're getting close. We're going to get a Jirajan. Last round Oh, of I know who it is. Do you know who it is? Hold on, let's get, let's get our clues first. No, just blurt it out now. 10 and 18, another free play. Let's get our start. Oh, we already did starting attack power. Uh, starting damage power. Perplex. And uh, what do we want for our other free play? Do we want trait, point value, and point value probably won't narrow it down too much. Uh, number. Uh, yeah, set number. 27. Hmm. Well, it's not Abracadabra, who I was thinking it might be. Yeah, he's a rare. Um, 27 would put it in the uncommon slot in the flash, where we had Trickster. Oh, let me start the timer. We had Trickster. Captain Cold's higher than that. Yeah, he's a rare. Uh, Tarpit, I think, is around there, but I... I don't think he has that he's, keyword. He's like could be murmur. Murmurs are rare. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Who else are we forgetting? I was thinking it was Chillblain, but Chillblain's a common. Uh, yeah, Chillblain's like number four or five. He's low. Mm. We already guessed Weather Wizard. It's not Heat Wave. I don't think it's Heat Wave. Could be Heat Wave. No, his heat special power is called something else. Yeah, he's, he's also a rare. Else. I think. I don't know. This is actually kind of rough. It's not Fallout. He's a rare as well. Mm-hmm. Actually, he doesn't have rogues anyways. Um, well, let's start naming the standard rogues. Pied Piper, Trickster, Captain Boomerang. Um, I feel like we're forgetting a key one here. No. It's not Captain Cold. Did we say Captain Boomerang? Yeah, uh, no. I think it could it be the Captain Boomerang Junior one, maybe, because he's an uncommon. And he does have a special attack, maybe. He does. It's like it's like energy explosion and uh, and precision strike or something like that. I'll go with him. It's not Captain Boomerang. Hmm. All right, down Drew Olson. Here we go. Um, shit. Who else are we forgetting? It's gonna be. I know. I know Austin. So it's someone who we think wouldn't have rogues. Might be Golden Glider. She isn't uncommon. I feel like that trait doesn't... Or that power, go ahead. Golden Glider. It's not Golden Glider. We missed it, Drew. What is it? Flash 027, Reverse Flash. Oh, for the love of Pete. Why does he have a power called a small time? Because he actually has banner clicks before he becomes Reverse Flash. It's the same thing where he has speedster keyword and no hypersonic. Try to get us with that banner click. Mm. And it got Gosh, us. Austin got you by fooling it you on the got us. Alright, Austin won. Alright, figure number two. We have free play and point value. Point value is 65. Oh, well, let's keep I say we go set again. Yeah, sure. Go set. Flash. God damn it. Chill blind. That's not chill blind. God damn it. Captain Boomerang. It's not him. Captain Boomerang. It's not Captain <laughs> I was thinking the cheaper one. Uh, another free play and named keyword. Metropolis. Oh shit! What do we want for our free play? Let's see. We know Metropolis. We don't want any more keywords. We know Metropolis. Sixty-five points. We could go set number. We could go trait. I say we go either set number or or. Rarity trait or name of special power. Rarity trait or name of special power. It's up to you. It's Metropolis. Let's go. I feel like trait or special power would give it away more than rarity. Let's go trait. No trait. God damn it. <laughs> Metropolis. There was no Lex in, in Flash. Or was there? There was not. Or was there? There wasn't. Um... I really don't know my flash that well. Um, there was no Superman related guys, were there? I, I think there was. At least a couple. It's, it's probably a villain. Yeah. <laughs> Do 
I don't think any of the authority guys had Metropolis, did they? They actually might. Sixty-five points, are we said? Yep. Mm. Just for shiggles, because I don't have a clue. Shiggles. Central City Police Officer. No. Who's the guy that, um... The doctor dude. What's his... I feel like he was 65 points. The psychic guy. Oh. What's that guy's name? Oh. Or it is just doctor. Yeah. Doctor. No. God damn it. All right. All right, we have team ability and name of special power. No team ability? Path of Vengeance. No, that doesn't help. (laughs) Metropolis, Path of Vengeance, 65 points. He's got us. I don't know. There's a chance you guys will get this one. I don't underestimate the Drewster's ability to come out of left field. Murmur? It's not murmur. Who's the guy? Um, He's also an authority figure, but he's a cheaper guy. And uh, Jack Hawksmore. Or was he more than 65? Jack Hawksmore. No, Jack Hawksmore. Damn it. He had a trade anyway. 12 and free play. 12 is opening damage power. Shape change. God damn. What do we want, Drew? Do we want number? Yeah, I guess. Rarity? Rarity? It'll go rarity. Uncommon. Okay, so uncommon, shape change, 65 points, and Metropolis. I am totally lost. No team ability, but that doesn't really matter. Does Pipe Piper have Metropolis? Well, he would have a. Wouldn't he have a team ability, though? Wouldn't he be wild? Oh, uh, yeah, he has calculator. Or, yeah, I can't. Um, um, I don't think he would have Metropolis anyway. For some reason, I keep feeling like it's an authority person. I could be wrong. Alright. I thought by picking a flash, I was going to damn myself. Here. Path of Vengeance. Flash has got some really obscure pieces. <laughs> Mobrel has a team ability, does he not? No. Does he? Uh, does he have underworld? I'm pretty sure he has shape change on top click. Does he have underworld? No. Uh, one of them has police, I think, but it, I think that's the gravity feed version. I feel like he's 65 points. Try it. I already guessed, didn't I? No, Pick. not for this round. I'll go mob rule. It's not mob rule. God damn it. God damn it. <sighs> hmm. I don't know. Metropolis. I could have swore he had Metropolis keyword too. Maybe he had Central City or something. Metropolis shape change 65 points. Uncommon. Fuck. Uh, Path of Vengeance. I don't know, dude. I don't know my flash. I don't either. I need to start studying for this shit. Yeah, no. We give up. Flash 030 Thorn. Thorn? Who the fuck knows who that is? I don't know. Who Who is he? Tell me one fact about Thorn. (laughs) He looks like he's an (laughs) ivy. God damn it. She's got birds of prey. I forgot that person even existed. All right. We're down two to one. We gotta get this the last, last one. one. Should be easy. We gotta get this to tie things up for the month, Drew. I know. All right. Last figure, round one. Named keyword. Sp- any special combat symbols? Just a sec. It's not really good. Named keyword. Space Knight. <laughs> I'm gonna go Space Knight. <laughs> which one? What do you mean? Which one? Which one? Space Knight. There's two different space knights. I only have to say the name. Damn it, it's space knight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was like, we did it. We are geniuses, Drew Anderson. Guardians of the Galaxy 204 space knight. That's Austin's fault for choosing space knight. That's the risky ran. We'll see. I could have special damage power was analyzer. That was the only bad thing about this piece that you guys could have got that would have ruined it was space knight. 
What what named humor does he have? Certified geniuses. Oh, what what? Well, it could have been Icon also, but yeah. I heard it in Icon like. It was like narrowed it down to two people as soon as he said that. Uh, Last but not least, let's move to community. Dial design is wrapping up this week, so you can go and check out the thread. Um, There's also a Austin Smith dial, which is particularly hilarious. What really? And uh, there was also a Drew Alderson last week. I don't know if you saw it. Drew, you need to check it out. It was pretty hilarious. Oh, my gosh. We will be playing Best Build next Saturday, so we'll have news on that for you soon. We'll be ready to disappoint you. And last but not least, let's do some mailbag. Remember, we have the double dip of Eric Lennel this week. Super fan. Excuse me. me. Super fan, Eric I don't know if I can handle a double dose of Lennel. Number one, why does Austin enjoy it so much when I miss a week of questions? Because... There's your answer. Number two, who's bigger in person, Jason Momoa or Rory McCann? Rory McCann's pretty freaking huge. Jason's, like, really skinny. What are we... Okay. Number three, the gamma slide for the Superman Wonder Woman appears to have a new Lex Luthor. Is Lex the new Batman? It's it's starting to seem that way, I can Eric. deal with that. Number four, I cannot deal with that. If you got trapped in your worst nightmare, what would it be? Being stuck in a room with Drew for two hours? Austin's is being... Is basically why the last man. Austin reads why the last man as a horror movie, and he reads it as like a world where I'm the only man with all women. I just invented the vision. (laughs) Austin creates the vision to have sex with. What's my worst nightmare? Your worst nightmare. Picture of Austin in a wig. (laughs) That was pretty great. Mine would be being chased by a. A fucking alligator. That's the only thing in the world I'm afraid of are alligators and alligators? crocodiles. Okay, I was gonna what? say, is here's, alligators here's my question. and crocodiles or one or the other? Either one. Here, here's what. What do you do against an alligator or crocodile? You can't outrun the sons of bitches. They run like forty miles per hour. They have on a land. slow turn radius. You can actually run really close. Oh yeah, I'm gonna run, I'm gonna risk running a circle around a thing that if it clamps on my leg, I'm basically fucksville. Oh, also, they can climb trees. Who the who the fuck? Invented these things. Hold on, wait. They, they can climb, climb trees. trees. Yeah, climb All trees. of a sudden, I just developed a fear of alligators. I can't, I can't go in the water. I can't go in the tree. I can't outrun them. What the fuck do I do? I can't stab him. He's got fucking armor plating built in. They're terrifying. Wait, someone made an art. Freaking We Are Venom made an Arston Whitebeard? They're fucking terrifying. It's amazing. Number five. Is Batman in the Arrowhead OP kit to make sure people show up that month? It's <laughs> a, a good idea. Given DC, or you know, given may, maybe WizKids was onto something with that. Number six, which Marvel Netflix series are you most excited for? Come on, man. What kind of question is that? Daredevil's coming out in like Daredevil. April. Get real here. Daredevil's the fucking shit. I'm thinking about getting Daredevil tattooed. Number seven, any predictions for the Age of Ultron post credit teaser? I think it'll be. I think I think more Thanos. I think it'll be Thanos related. I think it'll be Civil War related. Ooh, that's a good one too. Because. There's a yeah we talked about it before on the podcast. It'll be Tony Stark falling off a cliff, hopefully. New, do you guys fill out brackets this time of year? If so, who do you like this year? Unfortunately, UK. I run with the old system of I don't know college basketball too well, so we do the who would win in a mascot fight when we do the work pool for bets. <laughs> it's pretty great. So who's we, who's your mascot this year? I don't year? recall. I haven't done my bracket yet. Well, it's a little too late now, considering it's almost. It's, I know. Second day of, or let's see, this would be first day of round yep. two. Or they call it round three, but it's really round two, it's which round is fucking two. retarded. Anyways. Um, also, retarded, play-in games. How fuck, play-in for the 11th seed? You should know who the hell your fucking 11th seed is by now. You should be playing in for only the 16th seeds. Yeah. It shouldn't be based on only so many teams from each conference. And that's bullshit. That's retarded. I know I'm not probably not the only one who feels that way. Um... I have UK winning, which kills me because I'm a UofL fan. I'm really hoping UofL can... Uh, I think UofL's in a good bracket. I think they could they could have a chance to make it out of there, but I don't know. They barely won yesterday. Notre Dame could do good. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm rooting for them too. Those are my two teams I always root for anyway. So luckily they're both good this year. Mm-hmm. I think I have... I, I played it safe. I had three number ones and a number two, which I never do. I think it, this year's very top heavy. I know a lot Kentucky's going to win. Let's Kentucky's going to win. They're, they're not going to get beat by anybody. The The real question is who else is going to be in the Final Four, really. Um, Arizona versus Oklahoma in the Elite Eight is going to be a ridiculous game. <laughs> Gerald can, can use exploit weakness and mastermind, but only on any characters named Austin Smith. 
Number nine, do you like the new sideline mechanics being introduced on pieces like Composite and Superman? Composite Superman and Animal Man. I think you can virtually hear and see our nerd boners over I, here. I like the idea of it. I think they do need to put limits on sideline because it'll turn into the wish mechanic from Magic where people bring a freaking binder. That little boy yoing you heard yeah, boy. in the background. That was Drew, Drew Alderson and I uh, yeah. getting excited for Animal exactly. Man. Exactly. Number 10, what comic book characters do you find the most annoying? Tony Stark. Oh, come on. I'm just kidding. Let's be legitimate I'm here. kidding. I love reading Iron Man. Badly written Tony Stark is really annoying. No, I love reading Iron Man. I'm just joshing. Uh, let's see. Most annoying. Harley Quinn. I hate Harley Quinn. It depends on who writes her. As much as I love uh, Deadpool, he can be very annoying if people don't know how to write him very well. I agree. Yeah, uh, Deadpool is. I'm trying to think, like. Hmm. I just hate. I. It's not a necessarily character. It's more of a writer's thing, and it's a conscious effort they do to introduce new readers. I just hate when the characters constantly say the person they're talking to's name to yes. them repeatedly, like, "Oh, hey, Superman." Thanks, Superman. Great job, Superman. It, you're not going to say that. I'm not going to say, hey, great job, Drew Alderson. Hey, Just be like, hey, good job. I might <laughs> I might throw a dude in there. Good job, dude. I'm not going to say, say his, his name. A lot Hi, Drew time. Alderson. Just, good job. Just the overuse of pronouns nonstop. That's what Hey, Andrew Alderson, are you on a podcast? I heard you were on a podcast, good sir. And that is actually the only question we have on our Gmail accounts. We will check out Facebook very quickly. Of course the sculpt of Austin is fucking... Him with a wig. Of course. <laughs> I didn't see that edition yet. I uh, can just taste the jealousy from here. From also, who years. gave Austin hypersonic speed? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> they don't know their Austin. He did start out with giant Oh, size. I get it. He started out oh, with giant that's size. that's not even nice. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice that part. It, you trans- no, you the, name, the name and the movement ability is she's unimpressed with his hypersonic speed. Oh. <laughs> Oh goodness! I love you guys. You guys are amazing out there. Uh, Paul Barney asks, uh, "Is the Mage Knight OP kit or uh, starter set worth picking up?" Yes. Oh, you got me so excited uh, when you said OP kit. I was like, I was like, like what? There are some amazing maps in that thing. You got to pick it up. And plus, Zeraxxus and Herablade are in there also. And KJ Foster has a question, a rules question regarding the battery and clear terrain. If player one were to play the battery and player two plays Pacific Ocean map. Player one can't play the battery due to a lack of clear terrain, correct? That is incorrect. They put a wording, basically a, a clause, as I like to say, in the power battery's wording at the very beginning that makes it clear terrain. Yeah, we'll, we'll find it and read it here. Um, let's see. Setup. During the beginning of the game, power battery is placed in four squares of clear terrain in your starting area. Power battery affects... Line of fire. Oh wait, that's not the part that that's there's a the there's a trait game. somewhere in here that clears it out for him. I thought there? it was in the modern players. Game. Or maybe it was a Narada. That must that must be what it is. We'll look it up. Okay, so there there they made an errata that basically said if every square if there are no squares of clear terrain um, on the board, then you create four squares of clear terrain in your starting area. So what you do is. You extend your you would extend your starting area until you could include four squares of clear terrain. So if there's four squares of clear terrain, you know a few rows in, you would have to you'd have to slap your battery down there where it's at risk. Yeah, slap it down. Slap her down. Or if there's none at all, then you have then you basically pick four squares in your starting area and they become clear terrain so that you can legally place the battery down. By and I'm way, sure you can find that on the for the forums thing that they have. One thing I just noticed is when they did the errata this time, they grouped the DC and Marvel into one book and called it Comic Errata. Mm. That was kind of cool. I apologize. I, I thought it was included in the trait, but apparently they they posted it right at the beginning. Uh. And we have no messages on Facebook. So if you guys would like to ask us any questions, feedback, anything, you can let us know at dial h 4 heroclicks at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Of course, Dial H for Here clicks there as well. You can also be sure to check out our other podcasts that we are familiar with, that we are affiliated with, guys that we love, like uh, Clicks TV, a new 
Clicks podcast oh, in Las I'd, Ve- I'd, out of Las Vegas. I'd make love to those guys. There's a guy named Swagnito. He's pretty swag. There's uh, also... Swagnito, if you're listening, let's make love. There's also Mr. Edward Shelton, friend of the, the podcast. Hey, he has the best tactical advice podcast. He's literally the best. For Hero Clicks. Yeah. You can find him on YouTube, Starting Over Podcast, and then Your you can words. get my podcast, Diary of a Random White Guy, on iTunes and Podbean.com, which is also where you can find this podcast. Oh, yeah. We'll see you guys next week with a full... Uh, actually, next week will be a short episode, won't it? Yeah, it'll be what a short episode week? format. Uh, probably no main topic. Probably just hit up the main things. Probably take a little trip down to the corner, though. Uh, we'll see. Well, The sure. corner is going to be... We'll see you guys next week. Yeah. If you want to stay tuned, you can pick up a few bloopers from our uh, infomercial at the beginning. Oh, no. We'll see you soon. They're all me. Lord, I was born assembling mail. <laughs> trying to make a look goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Drew Alderson here. You, you might know me from such great sexual exploits as doing your mom, doing your sister, doing Austin, doing Austin's mom. Fuck it. <laughs> Hi, Drew Alderson. You might know me from such sexual... Fuck!